and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. From the birthplace of radio's greatest era, now from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. The millionaire maker, Hillary Kramer. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. He's Imran Ansari. Hello there, sir. Hey, Kevin, how are you? Good to see you. Good to talk to you. Uh, we were, man, very interesting days. Last week, we had no clue uh, who had won the election, uh, and it turns out the uh, the Democrats look like, well, they're, they're they at best, uh, at worst for the Democrats, they will uh, they will have a tie with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker. So they won the Senate, um, depending on the, the runoff. Um, but we found out just in the last 24 hours that uh, the House is going to be uh, in Republican hands. And that's going to open up uh, the word investigation. Imran, I'm seeing it everywhere that the House is going to open up investigations and inquiries and all kinds of legal matters. And, and there'll be, I'm sure, a lot of stuff for us to cover uh, in that respect uh, going forward. But uh, if you weren't around a news source earlier today, friends, it has happened. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. Now, that's she's she's obviously I mean, a lot of people thought, well, if you lose Congress, you should lose your leadership position. And I, I kind of feel like that Mitch McConnell should, too, over in the Senate, personally. I kind of think if it's good for Nancy, it's good for Mitch. Uh, you didn't get the job done. You didn't rally the votes. I don't know. But it's not something that people have to have a hard opinion of. But, Imran, from a legal perspective, the Speaker of the House, and she wouldn't have been that anyway. She would have been the minority leader. But this position, I mean, when you think about how our laws are made, how the whipping of the votes takes place, how the language is torture you know it's torture how they fight over the smallest details of these things sometimes uh and then they end up in they end up getting litigated on the backside. oh i don't like that law we're gonna sue because we don't like it how significant is it when one of these uh personalities like a nancy pelosi steps down and says not no more not for me yeah i think it's gonna be very significant but it's it's more interesting is uh who will take her place um it seems to be that she's she's stating that she's going to be making way for the next generation of uh, Democrats. And, you know, it's a, a big question mark is who takes the place, especially when you see shifting changes, I believe, in the Democratic Party, also uh, in the Republican Party in many ways. Hey, and- hey, hey listen, listen, it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I'm here to be the speaker. Yeah, well, we'll see, you know, what, what <laughs> who, who takes things. But, you know, it's it's, again, I think both parties, Really showing uh, a 
shift or a movement to um, more extremes of either side. I don't know who's going to be taking her place, but well, I don't know. Um, I mean, a lot just, of it's the definitely an interesting uh, development. A lot of the Trump people did. Not, and I just know this because I've been, you know, inundated with their stuff over the last few days. A lot of Trump, you know, really, really hardcore pro Trumpers did not want Kevin McCarthy to be the uh, nominee for speaker for the Republicans. He he rallied the vote. He got the vote. Ed Atzinger, the president or the chairman of, of Salem Communications, actually uh, wrote an op ed. Uh, expressing support for Mr. McCarthy and said he's not a, a rhino or Republican in name only, that he is a that he is a, a, a quality legislator that has served his party in the uh, House. I think sometimes Trump people get a little uh, over-vexed about things at times. I'm not sure that it's always warranted. I don't think Paul Ryan and Kevin McCarthy were the same person, but I, I found a lot of people kind of confusing the two. But when, when, when Nancy Pelosi is saying, and she's, and she's pretty... She's pretty left of center and she's pretty progressive, you know, her voting, her voting record. When she's saying that she's too, too moderate and that it's the next generation's turn and you see that AOC is sitting there as probably the most powerful, at least female Democrat in all of government uh, in terms of popularity and money that she can raise and all the rest of it. You have to think she's probably going to be talked about in uh, in the conversations, no? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, you know, I, I'm looking at the uh, potentials here to really take the helm um, in terms of the uh, Democratic Party. I, I think the, the front runner there is Hakeem Jeffries. And I know uh, Adam Schiff is apparently looking at a uh, run for Senate. So, you know, we're going to see how this this power makeup uh, really plays out. Yeah, I, I think it would. I mean, obviously, New York always loves it when New Yorkers get the spotlight. But Hakeem Jeffries... I've always thought was a was a little bit of an incompetent uh, legislator, and I don't know why he could be looked at as, as serious leadership material. I guess is he currently the whip? I don't I, see. I don't know the. I don't know the who holds the lower positions uh, very well. Yeah, you know, usually... I think he he is up there. Um, I think he is, but you know, he uh, we're gonna have to see, Kevin. I mean, yeah. it's it's interesting. I think Pelosi has been such that face, you know, in in the house like that. Oh, and nobody would even think about challenging her. You know, it was just right. one of those things. No matter how much the Progressive Caucus, the AOC and the Elon Omars and those guys, no matter how much they couldn't stand and, you know, thought she was just awful because she didn't just, like, embrace every crazy idea that they had every second that they had it, you know, they they called her the, uh, the evil uh, person. But at the end of the day, she had a very, a very wide swath in her, in her, uh, a caucus to try to manage because you had AOC and all those guys on one end of it, and then you had like Stanny Hoyer and you know some you know people that were just kind of more traditional, moderately you know middle inclined, and also more willing to work across the aisle with people. I would say in that kind of uh, end of the party, and Nancy Pelosi had to bring the two together to you know whip votes to get things passed. And you know, to her credit, she she did get a lot of things passed. I mean, she was not a uh, she she didn't stay in the House leadership that position for that length of time two two rounds as Speaker, uh, and not and not do it for a reason. Right. I'm wondering, you know, if what happened to her husband has any sort of bearing in this decision. She did make a, a reference to that in her speech today, and she just said, you know, we continue to wish him well in his recovery, and you know, they applauded and so forth. I, I don't know. I mean, it's probably. 
it's got to be like a, a, a fulcrum of, of circumstances, right? So you've got her husband's uh, health. You've got her own, like, I don't want to be the babysitter between these, these two, two groups yelling at each other all the time. And, you know, I don't have to. I can, I've been in the Congress this long. I can just go represent San Francisco and sit and take my votes and do that and go home at the end of the night. I mean, she's 80, uh, she's 80 some odd. I mean, at some point, just, you know, it's okay to go love your grandkids and just live your life, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, that's the, uh, that's the big news tonight. Now, there was another uh, something that we were going to uh, throw in here that you were telling me about in Philadelphia. The, uh, is, is it the AG or the DA that's uh, in, into trouble there? Yeah, so no, Larry Krasner, with a Republican-led uh, House in Pennsylvania, uh, has been impeached. Of course, it moves on uh, if that's going to be really uh, enacted and really put to play. But I think that's a really big uh, wake-up call to those uh, prosecutors out there who may not be uh, taking laws on the books and implementing them and fighting crime with those laws. Those tools. Oh, is this uh, is this Philly's at- version of Alvin Bragg? Essentially, yes, Kevin. So you okay. have, you know, you, you have uh, what's been effectively uh, an impeachment from a GOP-led state house there uh, on this this district attorney, and basically the the reason why is that he was has not been following the law, and what I mean by that, he's not prosecuting based on what's on the book. And that's been something that's been controversial here in New York. So yep. you've seen one, at least one jurisdiction here, one city sort of fed up with what's going on. And you listen, if the laws are on a book, especially if you are having a real crime crisis, you got to you got to implement those laws. You got to prosecute crime. Yeah. Well, and you as a former prosecutor and as a uh, criminal defense guy, you know, both sides of that story. And even you say, hey, if you get elected to the job the job is to to do the prosecution you may not like it but that's the job at the end of the day anyway we got a big legal night coming up we're going to talk a little court reporting next stay here hi this is hugh hewitt the november election is now on us do not sit this out we need you make sure you're registered make your plan make a difference for your vote the following is a paid political announcement Crime and congestion pricing. Those are the only guarantees if Kathy Hochul gets reelected. We'll get the same old story why our streets and subways are more dangerous and have to pay $23 commuter tax just to drive to work. But we can change things. We can elect Lee Zeldin as our governor. Vote now in early voting or on Election Day, November 8th, for Lee Zeldin for governor. The only chance we have. Paid for by Save Our State NY, Inc. This communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents. Find yourself turning on the news and feeling hopeless? Open borders, spending gone crazy, more mandates, lockdowns, inflation. There is something you can do. Buy from companies that believe what you believe. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage using the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, your conservative rights, sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responder heroes. Go to PatriotMobile.com Gorka or call 972-PATRIOT. 
Get free activation with the offer code GORKA. Always special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line accounts. Support a company that loves America and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash GORKA. That's PatriotMobile.com slash GORKA. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt for Key City Capital. Go there at keycitycapital.com slash Hugh. You've heard me on my radio show with Charlie Dombeck. Now, Charlie has been a practicing CPA for 30 years. He is one of the founders of Key City Capital, and the reason he did so is they wanted to be wealth acceleration experts. Charlie begins by looking at your taxes to see if you've paid too much money over the past few years. He then suggests to you investments. This is an offer to sell. This is just telling you that Charlie can be trusted. A bunch of investments that will have great returns if they perform as they did in the past, and there's no guarantee of future performance, of course. But it'll help you structure your tax situation, generate tax-free cash flows. Let Charlie protect your wealth, lower your tax liability. So many of our listeners have connected with him. Connect with Charlie today at keycitycapital.com slash you. That's keycitycapital.com slash you. You can trust Charlie. You can trust Key City Capital at keycitycapital.com slash you. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show. And let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show. You guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. The Eric Metaxas Show, tonight at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. From New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Well, it's legal night, and uh, it, we, we haven't had a ton of guests, uh, Imran, on legal nights because uh, we're always picking your brilliant brain, all the hours you spend in the courtroom. Uh, but we do have a very uh, wonderful partner here, uh, and we, we're... we're hoping to help a lot of people do some really uh, good stuff uh, in their life and for the world around them uh, in, by way of court reporting. Now, I, before we go to our guest, I want to ask you, Imran, how vital are the court reporters and the data that they collect during the course of a trial? So vital, if not critical. I mean, I always say at a deposition or at a trial that the uh, most important in person in the room isn't necessarily uh, the witness or the lawyers. It's the court reporter who is taking down the testimony and needs to take down that testimony accurately. And from yeah. when I was yeah. a prosecutor in the Brooklyn DA's office to uh, trying cases in the criminal side to the civil litigation where we do tons of depositions and rely on court reporters um, so, so heavily uh, to the trials in court uh, they are a vital, if not essential, part of our job. 
and it's and it's dynamic. I'm sure Karen is going to be able to extrapolate on that. Now that yeah. we're in the yeah. Zoom age, uh, there's a whole other dynamic. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, Karen Santucci is the uh, head of the court reporting program over at Plaza College. You can go to plazacollege.edu and uh, request information about the court reporting program. They do have a link right there on the uh, plazacollege.edu page. But uh, Karen Santucci heads up that program, and she joins us now. Hello, Karen. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Happy Thursday evening to you. Welcome to Legal Night. Good to be here. This is the uh, the the School of Legal Studies at Plaza. This is the uh, one of the the first uh, kind of majors that they that they have there, if you will, uh, in regards to this. And you're someone who not only teaches the program, but you practiced court reporting for years. Why? What what caused you to want to get into it? Well, I say I was one of the lucky ones. I heard about court reporting on a career day when I was in high school. So I was able to get into this field at a very young age. I started off and I worked in the Queen's Grand Jury for many years. I was the associate supervisor there. Uh, I took some time off to raise three beautiful children that I have. And when I went back, I, I ended up going back into the teaching end of it. And I have to say, I really enjoyed it because this is a profession that most people don't know about. And to be able to help people to get through school and to be able to reach that 225 words a minute and be in one of these fantastic jobs. It's just so rewarding for me. Um, I, there's a lot about this that I want to ask you about. Um, but the, the, the one that I've always wondered about since I was just a little kid uh, is um, that funny little machine. Like how does it, it, it doesn't have enough buttons. How does it capture everything that you're capturing there? Because I've seen I've, I've been in courtrooms where I've seen it happen and I've seen it happen in um, television footage where the court reporter is able to read back word for word the exact transcript of what they're getting down. So how does how does that little thing work? Well, that little thing is what really it, that's what hooks you. And that's when I say when people when people touch that little machine, if they're like, oh, my God, I just want to find out how this works. They're hooked. So we just have 22 keys and all those keys can be uh hit simultaneously to write words and we do briefs but the whole thing is to learn the shorthand system we write phonetically so everything once you learn the theory of writing you could write down every word that's spoken without even knowing how it's spelled in english you know and then you read it back and you know now the way um technology is uh, reporters write in real time so it's not it's no more that paper that falls you know right they, right, right. The, when they have those reporters on shows, I laugh because the paper's falling on the floor, which never happens in real life. <laughs> but now we write in real time, so which does um, really cut down the transcription part because you don't have to physically go back and type it. You're really just editing the transcript. Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to ask that question, so thanks for indulging me there. Now, uh, there's... And have you have you ever wondered about that, uh, Imran? I mean, it's 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 just I thought it was always kind of miraculous what they were able to pull off of that. Always, and you know, Karen said that she was uh, in the Queen's Grand Jury. I remember when I was in the Grand Jury, we did a six month stint in the Brooklyn DA's office in the Grand Jury, and I had such a great relationship with all the court reporters there because you're seeing you're presenting cases over and over again. Uh, and you develop this relationship with the court reporters. And it's so essential because you're you're working as a team in many ways, right? They're taking down what you're saying, what the witnesses are saying, and you're cognizant. You want to make their life 
easier because you want them to take down clean testimony. But yes, right. I did always wonder about that machine. I had uh, that explanation uh, when I was a young ADA from a court reporter who let me try it out a bit. And I got to say, you got to give a lot of credit to the court reporters. It's not yeah. simple, yeah. Uh, you know, but it's a great job. Yeah, it's a no, very, it's a, a very, it's also a very easy touch. You know, the the keys, the way it, it's such a soft touch, and your, your fingers just kind of fly, and they go at two hundred and twenty-five, and depending on the speaker, it can go faster than that. That's that's amazing. We're speaking with Karen Santucci, who heads up the court reporting program at Plaza College. Uh, it is their latest area of emphasis. Uh, they are proud to present their School of Legal Studies and. Uh, one of the things that I did not know about this, Karen, and I'd love for you to you know, expound on a little bit for the people listening, is that it is, a, it is an extremely lucrative uh, career path for people. Talk about the different ways that people get paid. And in essence, you're kind of your own boss in, in very uh, similar respects. But tell us how that works. Okay. Well, I'll go first as far as the judicial. You know, uh, court reporters work in the courts. So that, that is a, a full-time job. You know, you're a civil service, you get all the benefits. And in addition to your base salary, you get paid for the transcripts per page. So I could say that's the top if you want to be full-time. We also have the um, freelance. So freelance is when you're an independent contractor, which a lot of people go into this because they don't want to work full-time. They have families, they want to just do deposition work. And uh, since covid this opened even more doors because that's when Zoom depositions came in. And I have to say that our graduates are busier than ever because they could take a deposition in the morning and then just log into a deposition in the afternoon and never leave their office at home. So um, it really has increased that way. And the other avenue for court reporters is ever since the Americans with Disability Act came out, court reporters handle all the captioning. So we work with the... the, um, deaf and hearing impaired. So they work with college students. We caption sporting events. Of course, you see it on television. You know, um, some, I I know one of our faculties, he always uh, captions the Tony Awards because in a lot of these events, you need a captioner for network, which goes out, you know, and then you also need a captioner for the in-house. So that also happens with, you know, sporting events. There's two captioners. So there's so many opportunities with this. And with captioning, the difference with that is there's no transcript. So a lot of reporters like that because this way they're just getting, you really get paid by the hour as you're writing on the machine, that uh, real-time feed is going out, and that's it. That's the end of your day. So, um, So many opportunities right now. Well, Plaza College uh, is uh, becoming a, a new sponsor to Kevin McCullough on uh, AM 570 and 102.3 FM, the Mission WMCA weekdays uh, from 3 to 4. But uh, I, I so love what they are doing. I've asked Karen Santucci to join us uh, here. When we come back, a couple more questions for you, Karen, because I understand that um, the all the work that they do is actually their property, and there's a way to monetize that for themselves, and that this is actually a field that has a lot of a lot of opportunity right now uh, and, a, and, a, and a big, big need. And if you want more information about how to become a court reporter, go to plazacollege.edu and click the Request Info tab, or send an, an email to info at plazacollege.edu and ask it uh, that way. Coming right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I know it's hard to believe. In fact, it's mind-blowing, but the holidays are going to be here before we know it. So why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred, the amazing staff, 
go above and beyond on every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for New Year's Eve, why not take the party off land and onto sea? It's the best place for a 360-degree view of New Year's Eve's fireworks. And speaking of New Year's, I can't think of a better place to pop the question to that special someone in your life than on the Atlantis. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, wedding, engagement, anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Or just go to newyorkcruises.com. When the Dow drops 3,000 points in one month, many investors pull out. They play it safe, convert to cash. But here's the thing. Millionaires are made during downturns. Think about it. You want to buy a stock when it's undervalued, not overvalued. But how do you know what to look for? Recognize the cyclical patterns of the market? Stockcharts.com, the most comprehensive online stock charts. Knowledge is power. Go to stockcharts.com and sign up for a free 30-day trial. You'll not only have the ability to track trends and set buy or sell alerts with specific stocks, but you'll also get access to their entire resource library and advice from their expert commentators. Like I said before, millionaires are made with every downturn, but they're smart. They do their research. And they have the best tools. Stockcharts.com is the best tool for technical analysis, period. Sign up for free today at Stockcharts.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, the answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us. Special legal night tonight because Karen Santucci, the head of the court reporting program at Plaza College, you can find out more info at plazacollege.edu, is telling us all about uh, court reporting. And um, Imran, I'm, I bet you didn't know this, but uh, because they are uh, capable of, of, of getting all of this stuff, they actually build huge repository libraries of these transcripts. I'm just curious, Imran, have you ever had to go back uh, in, in casework, uh, you know, after after the case or w- when you're looking at stuff on appeal and, and take a look at these things? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, look, I, I, I thought for this night, I, I, I brought a big hefty transcript with me just as an example uh, of how, you know, we attorneys are so so uh, tied to the work. Beholden. And, and, you know, it, it, I often have to go back and uh you know, reach out to a court reporter. Maybe there was a, a something that we need to to check a transcript from an older proceeding that now has resurfaced, and we have the name of the reporting agency and the reporter. So it's it's really critical what they do. Really keeps us doing our jobs and doing our jobs efficiently. Without a court reporter, all this testimony, where would it go? We wouldn't no. have it. No. And, and it's a testimony and evidence is really what keeps our legal process going and the justice system going. So, Karen, you were talking about in the last segment about captioners and, you know, they you caption everything from the Super Bowl to major motion pictures to just things on TV to industrial videos. I mean, there's so much work for captioning. But the the ability to, as a court reporter proper, um, have these transcripts, because uh, when Imran needs it, he goes back to the court reporter and, and actually has to pay to access that. Right. Because it's it's the property of the court reporter. Absolutely. It's a long time investment and revenue opportunity for those that are doing it is what I'm asking about. Just explain how it works a little better. So what happens is um, 
the you know the court reporter as they're taking down the testimony that really goes into a transcript. So uh, they get requests. Attorneys have to request a copy. So a lot of times, like you, we had you had mentioned, it could be a couple of years down the road, and they need a copy of that transcript. So they'll have to go back to the court reporter, and they get paid for that again. So they get paid per page. And Karen, I got a question because. You know, we're talking about the money you can earn as a court reporter and how uh, it could be lucrative. Let's talk about the various uh, aspects of what an attorney would need in terms of time frame. Like, there's the rough rush draft, yes. the rough draft, and they all cost certain money. And I know I've been in a, in a position where I've had a deposition on day one and we're continuing to day two. And I really need that transcript for day two. And I have to go to my court reporter and say, I need a rush transcript. Can you explain that and how you can make more money even on those sort of transcripts? So in that in that particular case, when you say a rush, that's even like almost not fully edited because they're working all day and you want that by tomorrow. So they'll print out a rough and you'll pay for that per page. But that's not the official transcript. So you will again have to buy the official transcript. So I know on a lot of high profile cases, those requests for a rush are multiple for the multiple attorneys. Sometimes they go out to the networks. So the money that's involved is phenomenal. There's also the real time feed. So on a case that they're using real time, attorneys pay for that real time fee in addition mm. before they even pay for a transcript. In terms of it being an employment field, is it crowded? Is it is it are there too many people doing this or are there more opportunities that people have not yet been uh, taking advantage of yet? The problem is we need people desperately and most people don't know about this career. And that's the problem. We have a great, great need for court reporters. A lot have retired and not as many has been going into the field. And then the fact also with captioning, some reporters switched over to captioning. So there's just not enough people. This is this is a field where, you know, the the opportunities are endless and all of our all of our graduates are placed, you know, and, and I get calls constantly at the school from free, freelance agencies looking for our graduates. They need yeah. people desperately. Let me give you this email address. It's uh, info, I-N-F-O, at plazacollege.edu, info at plazacollege.edu, or you can go to plazacollege.edu, and there on the page where it says request info, you can uh, click on that and request through the website itself right. as well. This is an opportunity to change your life, change the people's lives around you, and on some level, Imran, change the world because you're, you're helping justice be served by what you're doing here. Absolutely. Because of this great need, the National Court Reporters Association put together what I think you've heard about already, our free A to Z classes. Yes. They, they came up with this idea a few years ago because of the great need to have people take this class to get an idea of how that little machine works, to learn the alphabet of the steno from A to Z, to see if this is for them before they invest and go into school. So we've been really very successful with this program. So um, this and is a you're talking about these two-week free introductory yes. classes. And yes. that's that's what you can get, friend. When you when you email and say uh, at info at plazacollege.edu, say, I want information on the A to Z two-week free course right at the beginning. Uh, it'll help explain everything, and you'll get a really good feel for what it's like. Info at plazacollege.edu, info at plazacollege.edu. Karen Santucci, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Legal Night continues. Stay here. 
Listen up, ladies. There's finally a probiotic created just for women. Probiotic HX Women is formulated to include clinically proven strains of probiotic to optimize vaginal pH and create a normal bacterial environment in the body. Many women have experienced an imbalance in the vaginal microbiome and know just how bothersome it can be. Our formula contains a powerful combination of healthy bacteria to promote urinary tract health and helps to restore healthy vaginal flora. Containing lactobacillus strains shown to be effective in targeting the bacteria that cause UTIs. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Buy one bottle of Probiotic HX Women at retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Taking care of all aspects of your health is important to women. Call now, 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand. And while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Eric Metaxas is upset with the corruption. It's hard to, to talk about for me. The corruption in this White House, the corruption in our government, it is vile. It stands against everything the founders uh, pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor uh, to guarantee for us. The Eric Metaxas Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 970. The answer. The following is a paid political announcement. Hi, this is Frank Pallotta, Republican candidate for United States Congress here in New Jersey's 5th District. I'm not just running to return my district to Republican hands. I'm running to represent all of the people in my district, including seniors, veterans, small businesses, and everyone who longs for real bipartisan leadership. I've just launched a weekly radio talk show on AM 970, The Answer, called Frankly Speaking. Our show will air at 10 a.m. on Sundays, so please tune in. We'll be discussing the issues that are relevant and critically important to all of us here in the 5th District and across the great state of New Jersey. If you'd like to know more, please visit my website, at frankfornj.com. That's frank, the number four, nj.com, where you can follow our campaign, catch up on all the issues, and if you like what you see, please feel free to donate. If you have any questions, please contact our offices at 201-783-8801. Thank you. This is Frank Pallotta, and I approve this message. Did you listen to our podcasts? Hear them now on our website at am970theanswer.com. What a little moonlight can do. It's Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. Hey, just thinking about uh, people that might want to take a stab at that court reporting thing again. Uh, info at plazacollege.edu 
to request the free A to Z program. That's two weeks. Uh, it, I think it's done virtually from your home. You can study from your home. Um, but it's uh, it's offered by Plaza College because they want to they want to get people interested in the court reporting field. And as you heard Imran saying, as you've heard Arthur Idala say on his show, it is really important. We need those court reporters and it pays really well. So, you know, give it a shot. All right. Uh, Imran, uh, another pretty historic week. We saw Nancy Pelosi stepping down. We talked about that earlier. Another guy stepped forward. Again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. All right, so then they all started chanting USA down in Mar-a-Lago, and uh, it, went from, it went on from there. But um, let me ask you this, because prior to this announcement, um, there was this little matter with the January 6th committee, if, if, if I'm understanding the details correctly, and they had subpoenaed him, and he didn't show. And Andy McCarthy over at National Review, uh, former prosecutor, worked with Giuliani in the, in the Southern District's uh, office over there, um, he wrote a pretty direct piece that said he's kind of exposed himself legally here. What types of exposure does he have, uh, Imran, and what could be done if the prosecutor was so inclined? Yeah, so Kevin, you know, Trump has been um, on the receiving end of subpoenas over the past, of what, two years or so. I mean, he's been peppered with subpoenas in multiple jurisdictions from New York State, federal subpoenas, and now, of course, with the January 6th uh, committee. Um, and he has been fighting back on each one of those subpoenas all across the board here, um, where his attorneys have gotten action and really fought against them. Here, he failed to comply with the subpoena, which is emanating out of the January 6th committee, and it could co- really have consequence. So I agree with McCarthy that, you know, just w- w- with failing to comply with a subpoena. We've seen it really backfire on witnesses who have been held in contempt of Congress. And most famously, I would say, would be Steve Bannon, who just who recently, defied a Jan- yeah, January 6th committee subpoena, uh, ended up being uh, indicted, prosecuted, convicted, uh, and sentenced to a, a term in jail. So it is playing with fire here. Um, so, what was the move, you know, in this game of chess that? Uh, Donald Trump uh, plays when he is faced with a subpoena. Well, his legal team actually sued. They filed a lawsuit uh, on November 11th in, in order to challenge that subpoena. The other side is is pushing back on that and seeing it just as a delay tactic. Um, but, you know, when you are faced with a subpoena like that, whether you be Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, or anyone, you got to take it really seriously and you got to uh, sort of stack the legal chips in a certain way. Uh, otherwise, if it's not done, it could come back to hurt you. So, and and I, I would say that they should probably be listening to you, Imran, because you tended to really know your stuff quite well. Um, but here's the thing. His, his, surely Donald Trump can afford attorneys that are good enough to tell him, hey, don't do anything. We're not going to do anything here that's actually going to send you to jail. So I can't think that they would actually, like, advocate for him to kind of brazenly like throw this thing off and just like treat it with uh with with callousness if it really did run the risk so what's their calculation here what do they say they file this lawsuit how does that lawsuit give them protection from congress coming back and saying no we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold you to account well you know there's a let's just say that the, let's 
look at the difference between uh, his predecessor, if you will, who was held in contempt, Steve Bannon. I mean, we're talking about uh, the former president here. So I'm right. Sure understanding that 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 Bannon's a schlub and Trump was the president. I mean, there's a wee bit of difference between the two. Yes, exactly. So what are his attorneys saying? Um, they're saying the subpoena is an intrusion on the presidency, on the institution of the presidency. So there, so Donald Trump's non-compliance on the first instance is warranted because they're now punching back. So sometimes the best defense is a good offense, right? And that's what his attorneys are attempting to do here. So the subpoena is served, non-compliance. They have filed a lawsuit in essence uh, as a punch back uh, in defiance or opposition uh, to the subpoena. But the subpoena itself seems to be having to be litigated uh, on the first instance. Well, and the interesting thing, so let me ask you this. Does it matter at all if he is now a declared candidate for president? Does does the declaring his candidacy for the next office impact this at all? Uh, do the courts take that into consideration when they're talking about you know, political figures and kind of what is in essence a political prosecution. Yeah, I don't think his candidacy is not a, for president is not necessarily a factor, in my opinion. Uh, it's more so the fact that he is a former president. That's the more compelling argument. So dare I ask, uh, Imran, if you were the judge and you heard uh, the lawsuit come from the Trump team and you're evaluating the claims of why the January 6th committee... And, and I, I couch that all as context because I think the American people kind of look at the January 6th committee as kind of a joke. Like, they, they put it in prime time. Nobody watched. Uh, there wasn't – they didn't present any new definitive, you know, evidence or witnesses that said anything that hadn't been said before. And then their one witness that they thought was going to be like the golden goose um, just laid an egg. And she was she – was, you know – De, you know, debunked before she was even out of out of her testimony uh, chair. Or do you think he's going to be inclined to say, no, there's a serious egregious here and we have to prosecute? Well, I think the judge would is looking at this not necessarily in uh, or or may look at this not necessarily in a finality or determination as to uh, you know the the end game, but but this is a subpoena. So a subpoena um, allows a an attorney, a prosecutorial agency even the court, um, to receive documents and information in the quest for the ultimate decision, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I believe that it would be most likely uh, a determination by a judge that it's going to be um, almost like splitting the baby here, right? So you're going to get some information, but there may be some information that you're seeking from Donald Trump that may be shielded, um, it may be uh, redacted, you know, but I, I don't think it's going to be a complete foreclosure of the committee's ability to get information from Donald Trump. Well, one thing we do know, it will provide us something else to talk about <laughs> in a few weeks <laughs> as it goes forward. Um, all right. So there you go. That's the uh, the, the beefy meat of legal night tonight. Uh, and we will uh, continue momentarily. Got to take a little break here, pay some bills. Thank you, Jerry Crowley, for having such a good sales team to help us pay those bills with. Um, but uh, let's take that break. When we come back, it's Esquire Etiquette, which is uh, Imran's chance to help you avoid re not responding to a subpoena. Stay here. Do you want your kids to have an edge in school, sports, and overall well-being? Using marijuana underage can derail that. Today's high-potency marijuana can have permanent effects on the developing brain. 
It can lead to an IQ drop of up to eight points when used regularly. It can slow reaction time in sports and driving. Studies show one in six youth marijuana users become addicted. Your guidance matters. Know the risks and help them stay on track. For more information, visit njpn.org. That's njpn.org. This message is sponsored by the New Jersey Prevention Network and Impact New Jersey and aired in cooperation with the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and the station. Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. A Citizens Bank loan officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Millions of people all over the world suffer from some form of pain, whether it's lower back pain, hip pain, neck pain, leg pain, pain from a workout at the gym, maybe just aches and pains from life. Hey, we're all there, right? That's why Relief Factor has been such a godsend for me and people all over the world. It's a 100% drug-free approach to solving the pain that you suffer from, and people are loving the results. I woke up after two and a half weeks of taking Relief Factor one morning and realized, Wow, my lower back pain is gone. And you know how I know Relief Factor works? If I travel or if I forget to take it for a few days or a week or two, my lower back pain starts creeping back. It's an amazing product. Let's see if we can get you out of pain. Take three weeks. The 1995 Quick Start is phenomenal. If it doesn't work, after three weeks, you're out 1995. If it does, welcome to pain-free living. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800-500-8384 and start the three-week Quick Start with Relief Factor today. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-990-6976. Can you repeat that? 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. Yep, 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 that's me. Uh, Welcome to Thursday, and tomorrow we've got a really cool, uh, fun Friday to end the week. We're going to talk to the uh, proprietors and founders of the Museum of Broadway. Uh, which just opened, and it looks phenomenal. Uh, I haven't been to it yet, but uh, tomorrow night, Christine Nicholas and I will speak with them. Uh, and we're going to talk about, what else do we have, Nick? It's uh, We're going to talk... Um, Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. Botanical Gardens. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we'll be, we'll be uh, checking out what they have for the holidays coming up. You know they have something beautiful up there. And I bet Imran's even a fan, but uh, that we'll, we'll, even, we'll, we'll talk about all that tomorrow. Imran, it's your turn. Esquire Etiquette, what's our lesson for the night? Sure. So let's talk about subpoenas, right? Let's just say you are receiving a subpoena. I mean, it's not as uncommon as you think, because 
in business litigation, your name may be just uh, amongst an investor of a company which may have some sort of litigation going on. Uh, you may have a property where you're an owner and somehow you're, you're tied to some property dispute with a neighboring property, I don't know. But if you are in the receipt of a subpoena, don't just look at it and put it you know, to the side with, with the rest of the junk mail because it's not junk and it could have consequences if you don't respond to it. So the best thing to do is to consult with an attorney because if it's a subpoena seeking information or documents from you which are totally improper or objectionable, your attorney would be able to object on your behalf and maybe quash that subpoena and you won't have to uh, provide the information that's being sought. Um, if you ignore it, you may end up in contempt uh, and that could expose you to some real problems in the court of law. So the best thing to do if you do receive a subpoena uh, is to consult with an attorney right away because they are time sensitive. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, the the kind of key there is you, you want to put forward your best defense. So, and since you don't know anything about the law, and your attorney conceivably would, um, like get get your team set right. Like build build your build your team that will help you in that endeavor. Absolutely, and it could be something like harmless, right? There may be some documents that you have. Uh, that you're not necessarily exposed to any sort of legality or, or liability or anything like that or culpability. Um, but it's just in your best interest, regardless, not to just open up your, your uh, drawer there and start handing over papers to attorneys uh, or sitting down for a deposition um, without any protection in terms of legal protection. So it's best to talk to an attorney. It may be a painless process, but it is a common legal process that occurs. So, uh, uh, you know, Dial up a lawyer. Yeah. All right. Uh, good stuff, Imran. Thank you, as always. And thanks to Karen Santucci for being with us tonight from Plaza College. Again, if you know someone that's looking to make a career change, we're talking six figures uh, when you're when you're credentialed and able to do it. And then you have that kind of um, ownership of all your work product and you can continue to, uh, you know, bring in revenue for your family. Uh, by that as well. It's just a really good thing. Info at plazacollege.edu. Ask about the A to Z program. Info at plazacollege.edu. That's Legal Night for tonight. Tomorrow's Fun Friday. We will talk food. We will talk uh, botanical gardens. We will talk uh, Christmas lights. We will talk uh, the Museum of Broadway. And uh, hopefully we'll have a good time, you know, cutting up a little bit at the end of the week. We, we try to get into a little bit of trouble on Fridays. That's that's the, that's the intentional. Uh, anyway, Kevin McCullough, Imran Ansari saying thanks and so long. Who's meant for you And I'll be true So what's the good